Shady Talking Sports, it is. Oh my God, it's Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019. I'm here in Jersey. Client, no client today. Waiting for the cleaning people to come because I want to, I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to time it so that I can work out, come home, eat and shower. Now, I was going to go see Us today, but I have, uh, what's that movie called? Which I wanted to see with Samuel Jackson. It was the sequel to, uh, I don't remember the name of the goddamn movie, but Splice? No, oh, yeah, Split. Split. It's the it's the sequel to Split. It's called uh, Glass. So I was going to see Us, but I think I'm going to come home and watch Glass. Now, Yankees, Stanton went on a 10-day deal for bicep tendonitis. Too much uh, curling, I guess. And now Miguel Andahar has a torn, is it a torn labrum? And he could be, he, he might get season-ending surgery, but it's not... 100% sure. Now, it's interesting that the Braves, Club, Cubs, Red Sox, Astros, Yankees went 7-14 and 14 combined the first week. Sox lost yesterday. Yankees won. Herman won. 3-1. Who hit a home run? For? Oh, Gardner hit a home run. He's been, since he got that first seat, he's been hitting better. It was interesting. I was talking to someone on opening day, and he said they can't get people to work the concessions. All they have is elderly people, and they're so goddamn slow he said it took him like an inning and a half to get food or anything, and everybody was complaining. And he said the upper deck, there was like seven or 8,000 seats empty, which is for opening day and coming and going to a season where the Yankees are expected to have a really good season. Very interesting. And I, I, I was looking around a lot of stadiums with a lot of empty seats. I guess we'll see how that pans out later in the season. And Baylor destroyed freaking uh, Iowa last night in the uh, Elite Eight for the women, and Notre Dame was tight with Stanford than, than uh one second half. So I think it's Notre Dame, UConn in one of the final fours. And then it's Baylor. Yeah, actually, I don't know. The women's final four. I got to look that up. I just want to make sure I'm getting that right. Because I was looking up the men's final four. And the men's final four is uh, Texas Tech gets. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. But I have not watched Texas Tech play. I went to bed every night. <laughs> But I kind of want to watch the the games. The oh, Peter Pete Alonso hit a uh, game winner home run, crushed one, his first major league home run, which was nice. Yeah, Bucks blew beat the Nets, but the Nets still in seventh place because everybody Detroit lost, and so did Orlando. Knicks got their fifteenth win of the season, but yeah, not a, not a very good lineup. They had a lot of uh, G League players playing for uh, the Bulls. But I wanted to look up basketball. Yeah, we have. Yeah, so they're playing on Friday. No, where's this? No, not this. Stupid idiots. It's amazing how they go. Scores. I just asked for freaking. Yeah, Friday, April 5th. It is going to be. You should be able to tell me who's playing. Yeah, of course they don't. Yeah, yeah, uh, women's final four, so you got, yeah, who's going to play, UConn has reached, Notre Dame is making it, Baylor is its fourth, Oregon it's first, Baylor and Oregon have met three times, so it's, uh, Baylor's going to play Oregon at seven, then Notre Dame, UConn at nine, Baylor and Oregon met three times, including the second round in 2005. I think Baylor, man, they blew out freaking Iowa yesterday, last time. 
And then I just found something about... Okay, i got to talk about Walking Dead Boss. Yeah, the spinoff movie. That freaking season finale. Rock, I'm not going to give anything away. But that season finale was just so effing boring. I'm trying to not to swear, but so fucking boring. God, it sucked. It really wasn't good. I wanted to love it. It was not good at all. It was boring as hell. And I just was like, this is New City, man. You know, I just don't know where they're going. The characters aren't interested. There's no characters anymore. It just goes on. And I'm just like, it's Snoozeville. Yeah. And so the men are... No, that's not what I want. Yeah, Final Four preview. So you have... Michigan, yeah. Again, not giving me any freaking... Not, nothing what I want. Nothing what I want. Yeah, okay, so we have... Yeah, this is great. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, okay, so yeah, we, we got... Uh, I'm, I have my paper right in front of me, and I'm freaking a moron right here. Here we have... Da, da, da. The Gonzaga lost... Yeah, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan. No, no, Michigan State. What the hell, man? Yeah, okay, Michigan State is playing. Yeah, Auburn's playing UVA. That's the one game. And then it's Texas Tech versus Michigan State. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Not that fun. But yeah, Yankees, man. All these guys getting hurt. Teams turn off slow. That's bound to happen. Nets lost yesterday. Knicks won, which, you know, they're guaranteed. And it was interesting. I was watching Gilbert Arenas saying that he really doesn't have about Zion Williamson. He really doesn't have a lot of move moves that really he needs to work on some stuff. In the pros, they're going to, you know, he doesn't really have a back to the basket and post up and all that stuff. And they're saying he's, you know, going to be the number one pick. But he needs a lot of work. He's more just going in and slamming the ball in. I mean, he's athletic as hell. I guess we're going to see what's going to happen to him in the pros. And also, he's shorter. And he's going to go in the pros, and the, a lot of big guys, and guys are playing for their freaking, you know, families and paychecks and all that. They're playing for money. It's a little different game than college. These guys are, you know. So I'm curious how he's going to do in the pros. I think he'll adapt. I guess we'll see how that works out. And even the USA, for the, the world championships, they're interested in bringing in Zion Williamson, which they did for, they brought in Anthony Davis, and then Anthony Davis ended up playing in London. And Popovich is the new coach, so we're going to see how that works out. Yeah. And then the how about this the Canadian North America the Canadian Women's Hockey League announced on Sunday that would that it's done May first founded in two thousand seven some of the biggest stars including Hillary Knight and uh, Marie Philip uh, Pouillon Laura Walzak the chairman had realized in the past few weeks the funding would not be available to continue next season which really sucks they played in uh, Canada Canada Massachusetts and China they had two teams but actually two the two Chinese teams became one. And last weekend, it held the championship game, which was broadcast live in Canada and U.S. Now, the National Women's Hockey League, founded in 2015, is the only pro hockey option for women in North America. Players have pushed for a single league. They had uh, the NWHL, which has five teams in the U.S., will look to become the new home for some of the almost 150 CWHL players. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we will pursue any. Yeah, they should try to bring him in. But yeah, many of whom are Olympians and U.S. for the U.S. and Canada, and, and are in Finland preparing for the World Championships. Yeah, that would be it. Would be hard to remain optimistic that they would find a new home. And that's 150 players. 
It sucks. It really does. In June 2017, they expanded to China with two teams. You know, it's going to bring uh, sponsorship and other business opportunities. Beijing is preparing to host 2022 Olympics. And NHL has made an increasing foot, made it, made it, it's made a point of increasing its footprint in Asia a priority. They also played paid players for the first time. The CWHL under salary cap of 100,000 Canadian dollars. Player stipends range from two to ten thousand. It was not as bountiful as expected, including the Chinese clubs merging into one franchise this season, which is never a good idea. Now, Brian Feldman, an agent who has represented several Olympic and pro women hockey players, you need a full-time staff to go out and market the sport, sell tickets, do sponsorships, understand integrated marketing, communications, and operate the professional sport. Neither league has that. Yeah, you do. It can't be a part. Like anything else, can't be a part-time job. You're in or you're not. You can't just dip your toes in the water. You've got to really go in. And Digit Murphy, former coach in the CWHL, said the women's sports should not have to be dependent on men's pro sports or resources, and that the current pool of players was strong enough to produce a successful amount. I agree. But you need the backing, you need the money, all that kind of stuff. The uh, the AAF, the football league, I mean, I, I, I'm hearing it's going to go under. They said it's not going to matter if they bring in the guys from the practice leagues and the future contracts in the NFL. It's really not going to mean diddly. But we'll see how that works up, works out. And then I read about Zion Williamson. Uh, LeBron wanted to see him play in July 2017. He was going to play at a showcase in Vegas. His team, the South Carolina Supreme, was playing Big Baller Brand, which featured Lamelo Ball, the brother of Lonzo. Uh, they said Damian Lillard was there, Andrew Wiggins, Jamal Murray, and Thon Maker. But by the time James arrived, arrived there were 4,000 there, and they figured that they couldn't control everything with him being at the game. They said even in the warm-ups, you know, Williams tossed balls high in the air and dunked, which in the pros he's not going to be able to do. Uh, you know, it was called the craziest AAU game ever, if there's even a big baller brand. Yeah, they said it would have been a security risk. He was shut down. Yeah, I finally saw him play in Charlottesville against uh, UVA, where he scored 18 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. He said his athleticism was ridiculous. You know what? I think they'll work with him to make it work. We'll see how that works. And I read this thing about Gino Oriama. He, he said, I have felt everything about this team all year long. I've loved them. I've hated them. I've wanted the season to end. I want the season to keep going. I wanted 10 guys to transfer. I only wanted to coach one guy. I wanted to have them over for dinner every night. I wanted, I wanted to. I wish they'd never eat again the rest of their lives. Every single th- emotion, every single thought you could ever imagine was my brain all year. Long to a point where, you know, I can't even, I don't, I don't have any more brain space. Why, but why guys? That's what I said. I was more curious curiosity. They're girls. He goes, women. You know, hey, well, my, my my girls. I don't know. I mean, is that just the what they're calling it? I, I don't know. And Mississippi State lost to Oregon twice this season. And this game was in freaking. Oregon was the number two seed. Mississippi State was the number one two-time uh, back-to-back finalist. And the game was played in Portland. I was like, eh. And Federer beat um, uh, Isner in the Miami Open on Sunday. He made his debut in Miami 99 and is the only man who participated that year who was still playing singles. And James Blake, who's been long retired, was the one who gave him his trophy. I mean, good God, man. That's that's pretty impressive. And Yankees in the two losses to the Orioles this weekend stranded 25 runners, went 5 for 21 with runners in scoring position. And last year, Sox went 16-3 against the Orioles. Yankees went 12-7. Yeah, and on Sunday, yeah, 
freaking judge left had finished four strikeouts left six men on base Luke Voigt DH seven and Gary Sanchez has thrown now six straight games thrown two straight games thrown error on a stolen base attempt and my my there's a guy Jack I uh, so I work out in the gym I train my client at and he's a huge Yankee fan the guy went opening day. And he said that uh, bullshit about Gary Sanchez being in shape. He said he looked heavy. This is a guy signed when he was 15. And he's like, you know what? It's, it's time to put up or shut up. I mean, this is basically the last year. If he doesn't hit a lot of home runs this year, you know, he's, he doesn't, they're saying he doesn't really control, he doesn't really call a good game. He's done a lot of, lot of errors in the field. He finally hit a home run. But, you know, if he doesn't get the job done, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. And then I read about this about Le'Veon Bell. Five years, 70 million. 14 million per, but the only thing they guaranteed was 10 million. But also guaranteed included payout of 33 million of the first two seasons, and Pittsburgh has never cut a player one year into a contract that lucrative. He watched Ryan Shazier's uh, career end Bell, and he said uh, what he cared most about was guaranteed money, plus the decision he said wasn't just about money, but it really was about the money. Come on. He said, on the subject of quarterbacks in general, he said, given the chance to do everything over, I'd be playing quarterback. Or he says in the NBA where contracts are fully guaranteed and players are compensated by production and opposition. Yeah, if you say so. I don't think you were a quarterback, and I don't think a little short to be a NBA player. But it's nice. You know, I think every NFL player is saying that. He'd love to have contract guaranteed. Bogarts just got uh, six more years. on This year and the next six years, $132 million. Listen, you'll take, you'll take that money. Look at Hicks is out with the chronic bad back. He took a seven-year, $7 million. Yeah. Because he's not going to see that money. He took the money, guaranteed money. They can't take the money away from him. That's a lot of money. No NFL, you know, not to, who's getting $70 million? Le'Veon Bell, would he get $23 million guaranteed? No, he's not getting $70 million guaranteed. That's a lot of shekels, man. Seven years. And, and DeGrom, he's, he's uh, I read about him, he's uh, deferring a lot of money, which I think a lot of players are doing now. Look at Bonilla still getting paid. He's got years and years of money coming his way. Yeah. Also, uh, Bell can get a chance to meet the $15 million per average that he wanted, but he has to get NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Hey, we could have a great year. Bryce Harper had his second home run, and it was interesting. I saw a picture of him, and he was wearing his Nationals bat with his 34 number on it with his uh, Phillies uniform. And both times that Sanchez had the throwing error to second base, allowed a run. And I could remember Tony Bennett, so he's in the Final Four. That's good. And, uh, you know, it's interesting when uh, Fred, Freddie Kitchen said, you know, he's getting all this hype. He, you know, uh, Harbaugh is saying that they're going to have this great year. And he goes, uh, he, he says, uh, answer what, how good it can be. He goes, it goes back to the old Mike Tyson line. Everybody's a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And that's the thing. A little too early. You don't win championships in April. You know, uh, I remember, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit, the extra Jets coat. Jesus Christ. Who's in ESPN right now? Ryan, Rex Ryan would say that, you know, like, oh, we have the best, da, 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 whatever. And uh, Adam Gase said it's more important. He said, uh, what, what he, he said, interesting. He says he's in favor of strong locker room presences. Uh, he got rid of Sue. He got rid of Landry. He got rid of uh, Jay Ajayi for Danny Amendola, Frank Gore, and Albert Wilson. He's... That was one of the first things we talked about in the interview with the Jets. I don't think I'll ever change that. Someone told me a few years ago, don't prostitute talent for culture. I agree. He said, stuck with me, and I agree with that. Watch a team that won the Super Bowl. They've done a great job for a long time to where they have the right locker room, and those guys play together, and they win together. With a lot of teams, they end up going deep in the playoffs. 
It's a consistent thing. I agree. Yeah, I like that. Don't prostitute talent for culture. I agree. You want the team. When the Yankees used to win, they had a team. And once they started buying players, they didn't start. They didn't win anymore. You got to have a team, and I think that's a good. Listen, you don't want guys going to rock the line. Now we'll see how Le'Veon Bell works out, but we'll, okay. So, and they were comparing this year's uh, quarterback class to 2014. Blake Bortles was supposed to fall in the 20s. He went to number three. Manziel was 22nd pick. Bridgewater went through a bit of a free fall, but the Vikings took him. In the, got him in the bottom first, so they could have a fifth year option. The best in the group class, Derek Carr, who and Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I don't know how it's going to work out. I mean, we don't know if uh, Kyler Murray is going to go first like they say they are. Is Haskins going to go high? They said Will, Will Greer. Now I hear that, you know, the the kid out of the Duke quarterback. Who's, what's the Duke quarterback? Duke. Daniel Jones. We'll see where he goes. So, are, you know, it's just like enough already. And they said, you know, AF majority owner Tom Dundon. He blamed it on that uh, the NFL Players Association. They said the truth is that the union and the AF had been in pretty consistent contact for weeks, and the union was surprised that Dundon spoke publicly like he did. Yeah, the level player probably improve a little, but would the general public be more, you know, they want to see the 50th guy in the Giants or Eagles play for the Birmingham Iron or Memphis? I don't think so. They think that Dundon bought the league was for the gambling technology that he could take and test with the, with his uh, t- hockey team, the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't know. You need, you need it just isn't. I've tried to watch it. It's not great football. It really isn't. And you would think there'd be more guys out there, but it really isn't. And I read this about Josh Rosen. This was an, uh, a scout talking about him. They said his physical ability, but the mental part. That they said they said he processes and learns well, but the people keep questioning toughness and leadership. They say trading for Rosen, given the town, would be a very worthy gamble for a team like New England or the Chargers that has an older starter and probably wouldn't be bad, wouldn't be bad enough to draft a th- an heir to the throne anytime soon, which I agree with. So, and Tom Izzo and Coach K have been in their current jobs between them for 63 years. Izzo got the Michigan State job the year Belichick was fired in Cleveland and Krzyzewski got to Duke 15 years before that. That's a long goddamn time. And John Calipari just got a lifetime contract with the with the with the with Kentucky because uh, he was offered a six, 80, 48 years, six years from UCLA, and I think he makes nine point two million a year. I think he's going to stay there for a while. And Nasir Little's going to going to go pro, sign with an agent. So I asked my man Ben. He said he'll be a serviceable pro, pro serviceable serviceable pro, but I doubt he'll be great. Be mobile power forward soon. He said, he said, I said, should he stay? Now he's going to make that money. He thinks White's going to go too. He says he's the third highest ranked point guard in the draft. Looks like they're going to be uh, reloading. We'll see how that works out. And yeah, Miguel Andohar, small t- labrum tear in his right shoulder. Bragos will monitored for two weeks. Those season-ending surgeries, an option for the 24-year-old. It's three for 13 with an RBI. Tyler Wade been called up, which isn't the same talent. So you got Lewis Severino. You got CeCe, Batances, Hicks. Ellsbury, I don't even count it. Didi with Tommy John. Yeah, Knicks in the final. This is a six-game homestand. 28-point lead. One by eight. Finished one and five on the homestand. Broke a six-game losing streak. 15-62 and 62 with five games left. And Mitchell Robinson is now tied with David Robinson for second all-time among rookies with 25 consecutive games with at least two blocks. Luke Cornett had a career-high 24 points. Five or seven from three. Baylor only won their first three games of the tournament by 40 points, the women. And blew out freaking Iowa. 
35 won 27 straight wins. Yeah, Megan Gustafson, who All-American from Iowa, she had 23, but they shot 32%. Wow. First in seven years. Pretty good team. And then I read some stuff about catchers. The Red Sox showed last year that a slugger not always behind the plate. They won a World Series despite a 194 average and a 533 OPS for their catchers, the worst mark for any champion live ball ever. Because it didn't matter. They're throwing it. They said pitchers also throwing a greater percentage of breaking balls, and that's why we're getting more wild pitches. Pass balls are on the rise. But they said the more emphasis on framing when a catcher tries to prevent a pitch on the corner on the strike, you know, prevents to present, I mean, up in the corner, he'll you try to keep most of his glove in the strike zone. Now catching such, you know, if it's the tip of the webbing, and that could lead, and not the pocket, leads to more pitches that clip the edge of the mid and roll away. And they said they're more good NFL quarterbacks than are complete major league catchers with the standards, you know, with, with the standards we remember, like Johnny Bench, because Salvador Perez, who has had a monster career for KC, with six all-star appearances, five gold gloves, World Series MVP, something that Bench never did. And he's out this year with Tommy John surgery. And they said Boston catchers excelled on defense, ranked third in majors at framing, according to baseball prospectus. The two teams above them were the Dodgers, NL champs Dodgers, and the first place, uh, and in first place, the Diamondbacks. And Arizona catchers last season, Jeff, Jeff Mathis, attracted attention of the team that ranked worst at framing the Rangers. He hit he had 200, and this guy's 36-year-old. He's got a two-year, $6.25 million contract, most he's ever got, richest of his career. But it's the framing thing. He said, listen, Bryce Harper, listen, also a catching prospect, shows a promising bat. They become, they change positions. Bryce Harper was a cam- catcher as an amateur. Kurt Suzuki, 35, got a two-year, $10 million deal from Washington Nationals. Ten days later, they trade for Jan Gomez, an all-star catcher for Cleveland. He caught 141 games for Oakland in 2008, his first full season, and he said he's happy to share the role. He said, used to be DVD, he goes, now you'd watch video and go, this is how we're going to get, get him out. Now you've got all these heat maps. Now heat maps is where the, the catcher sees the location of the ball. Velocities, and you're like, wow, this is a brain cram. It's a lot of studying, a lot of stress and strain on the brain. To have that mental rest is awesome. The Nationals' time-sharing plan has become more of the rule than the exception. The productive hitter catches nearly every game is harder and harder to find, except, you know, KC. Now, heat maps, yeah, is there's a strike zone plot that shows how often a pitcher throws a pitch in a certain location. So if you want to know where Mariano, Mariano Rivera throws his cutter against lefties or righties, this is a tool for you. Now, the, the, these specific heat maps won't tell you anything about a pitcher's movement, velocity, or effectiveness. They're strictly plots of pitch location, but that doesn't mean they're without their uses. He said you can learn how to pitch. Pitcher's repertoire varies between lefties and righties, where in the zone they attack lefties and righties, and with what pitches and if they hit the corners or leave many pitches over the plate. You know, and that's another thing with the whole framing and everything. You have to, you know, I mean, so it's interesting how we said there's so much more to learn now than there was before. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Bucks had some cool uniforms on yesterday against the Nets. But they were unable to clinch the best record because Toronto won earlier. D'Angelo was at 20 points, 10 rebounds. Good, so they're 10th, they're maybe 7th behind uh, losses by Detroit and Miami. Karis Levert at 24 off the bench. See how those work out. Yeah, and that's all she wrote on that front. Yeah, I wanted to make sure. Yeah, it's amazing when you're on a tight schedule. 
Kings swept the Spurs. First time in franchise history. Congrats to them. Yeah. Uh, Luke Walton said, it's just not worth it anymore. Let's make sure you have a healthy summer to LeBron. 55 games this season. Joey Bosa is going to be in Games of Thrones, an upcoming episode, in a cameo. Lucky motherfucker. Chargers pass rusher. It's like, goddamn. That'd be freaking awesome. Yeah. Stanton on the DL with a... They brought up Clint Frazier. He said he's ready to go. And Porzingis, they said the woman that uh, supposedly got sexually assaulted was trying to... Uh, try to shake down the the Knicks legal department for cash. She, uh... She, uh... She contacted them to mediate in private a sixty-eight thousand dollars payment. Uh, yeah, she said it was using using for her brother, and she said he signed something, but he said he never signed it. I don't know. Just they said that Ed Oliver, that kid out of freaking um, Houston, had a sh- faster sh- uh, short shuttle run than Saquon Barkley, two hundred eighty pound guy. It's, I watched; his feet is fast. He is fast, fast. And, uh, yeah. Drew Locke's going to visit with the Redskins and the Giants. We'll see how that works out. I didn't know any, any Nipsey Hussle's music, but from what I read about him, no, couldn't get shot. And that girl, like, the girl got in the wrong Uber. Now they said they're going to put a light on it. But, you know, you got to go in groups, man. A woman, it just, it's a scary world out there. To go alone in a car, he locked her in, then he dumped her in the woods. Fucking disgusting. And Odell... Said it's going to be the best things that one of the best things that has have, have happened in my life. Yeah, he's going to have a monster year, and there's a cool there's a cool commercial with him and Jarvis Landry. They they grew up together, opposing teams went to college together, and they actually said uh, Landry was alpha male more more the alpha male. Yeah, let's see a little. Good luck, get that money. Yeah. My friend Iris. Or someone, she's a teacher in uh, Texas, and they said they have 35 days left. I said, teachers always go, hey, we only got 35 days left. 35 days, that's all we got. So odds, of, listen to this, at the beginning of the season, if you pick Virginia to win it all, 12 to 1. Michigan State, 25 to 1. Texas Tech, 100 to 1, and Auburn, 40 to 1. Started tournament, Auburn was 100 to 1. They were the longest odds. And now, uh, Auburn, 7 to 1. Texas Tech, 4 to, 4 to 1. Michigan State, 7. I think you got to win, bet 7 to win 4. Oh, you got to bet one to get seven. You got to bet four to get seven, and three to two. I'm, 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 someone's got to. I'm glad I don't know the gambling stuff. I have to be honest with you. That stuff is just creepy. And oh yeah, Odell says LeBron's the person I look to look up for the most. Look, I look up to the most to see what he did to bring championship to Cleveland. I just want to be able to do the same thing. He'll be a god here. He wins a championship here. Forget about it. He will be a god here. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. Chris Davis, fifth home run for Oakland. Sox, one of four. Unbelievable. Yeah. And the cleaning people still aren't here. I thought I'd get to go. Oh, I think they're here. All right, I'm going to do this quick. All right, trivia questions. All right. Trivia question from the last show. Most pitches, pitches thrown by one pitcher in a Major League Baseball game. Now, I, I wrote all this down. Assuming you are referring to Major League Baseball, pitch count wasn't a statistic that was commonly kept until the 1980s. The probable MLB record is Leon Cador of the Dodgers. Look at the Dodgers who pitched 
Every inning of a 26 game in 1920, it is estimated that he threw 360 pitches over the course of the game. His opponent on the mound, Joe Oshker of the Boston Braves, also pitched 26 innings and threw an estimated 219 pitches. They were obviously effective after all those pitches because the game ended a 1-1 tie. How about that? Uh, 360 pitches in a 26-inning game. That's out of control. All right. Today's trivia question. Most rushing touchdowns by a New York Giant. Most rushing touchdowns by a New York Giant. NIT starts tonight. I know everybody's excited about that. The NIT. Can't get enough of that. Uh, I think I'm going to go work out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see Ben tomorrow. I'm going to see Gumbo Chef tomorrow. And I'm going to talk LG. Miss you. Hope you're well. Lithuanian Laser. Rock, as always, you are the man. Peace out, folks. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Nighty night. Oh, yeah, Bryce Harper says, you will always hold a special place in my heart. That's, that's beautiful. Nice. I think that's lovely. All right. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Oh, and then I, oh, wait, I saw this. So Ron Darling said that uh, Dijkstra yelled rac- racial slurs at Dennis Oil Can Boy before his first batting game through the 1986 World Series. I heard what I, what I heard and I put in the book for a reason. Said he received text messages from other members of the 1986 Mets who said, They have my back. Wow. Every imaginable and unimaginable insult and expletive is in Boyd's direction. Foul, race, racist, hurt, hateful, and hurtful stuff. He armored in the first at bat after alleged slurs. Well, worse than anything Jackie Robinson might have heard. Yeah, Dykstra's threat and legal act, uh, action. Dykstra said Darling crossed the line by putting his... Uh, wow, that's... He said, what did he say? He said Dykstra said Darling crossed the line by putting his account in print and threatened to drop him like a red-headed fucking stepchild if he sees him. Uh, the, the, those are uncomfortable. No one wants to be threatened. Darling said, I don't think at this point I would say anything to Lenny Dykstra on a thing after these, after these threats. Darling said, there's no chance I misremembered it, despite Good and Mitchell saying Monday they couldn't verify the account. I do say, if you read the entire chapter, it's really how ashamed about my complicitness in these kind of things that happen in those times where they seem like the right way to compete, the right way to get an opposition. The bench jockey could be anything that you wanted it to be. So his new book came out. In his new book, 108 Stitches, Loose Threads, Ripping Yarns, and the Darndest Characters from time in the, from My Time in the Game. Darling, yeah. Am I shocked by any of this? No. 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 But, yeah. It's sad to say it was different times. And, and not good different times. And Dykstra, listen, he has no credibility anymore. Guy's a fucking complete mess. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, Jesus, you know? And back then, yeah. Anything get in the players' heads? But to deny it, yeah, a redheaded fucking stepchild. Okay, like a red. I don't think I don't think Darling's a redheaded. Is a ginger? No. No, it's disgusting. He owes an apology. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, you do that now, you know. I'm, and Boyd was a tough son of a bitch. I'm surprised he didn't go and get in his face. Different game back then. That was old school. Not good old school, and not good old school, but old school. Sorry, I had to shut off the music. All right, folks, peace out. Talk to you soon.